and I keep awake every night wondering whether I will have a bank next morning because is it possible through technology somebody has taken away all our customers money and how are we protecting that future for our customers. So welcome to Outliers. Uh, this is a podcast with Outliers, and like uh, I always uh, keep mentioning, uh, it's been quite a fascinating journey hunting down out- outliers. And uh, today's outlier uh, is, uh, is 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 kind of a household name. <laughs> uh, it touches uh, you know consumers in India, and at least it touched us <laughs> as a company. We bank with uh, your bank. Uh, you know, I first uh, heard uh, Uday uh, about Uday Kotak uh, it was sometime last year, Uday. I mean, of course, I was familiar with what you do and all that. Uh, there is this Bangalore model of entrepreneurship and there is this Bangalore world, mm. much like what Silicon Valley is to New York mm. kind of yeah. a thing. And uh, there's a lot of chatter always about uh, what do businesses in Bombay and Delhi do. Mm. Uh, sometimes they're painted with this old world, the legacy elephants uh, trying to dance and things like that. And one of those conversations, uh, I started picking up stuff about uh, you and your bank and how you were digital savvy, not for sake of it, but uh, you were actually picking and spending time in understanding new technologies very well. And it came from a bunch of startups uh, and people who, who are normally skeptical about old older businesses uh, and so on. So that caught my attention, and since then I've been trying to meet you to understand, look at this world through your eyes, Uday. Uh, so I'm really happy this this is happening. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, if I could just kick this off uh, conversation, Uday, uh, take us through your entrepreneurial journey. Why and how did you, I mean, decide to do what you're doing now? No, I think, uh, first of all, Pankaj, thank you, and I must thank uh, my friend Nandan for introducing the two of us. And I have great regard for Nandan and what he's doing and his ability to think be out of the box and have a vision. So it's an experience and uh, and at some level, uh, a great learning for me, including how he has built Ada. Moving on to uh, my uh, uh, journey, uh, it really is a journey about uh, uh, being brought up born and brought up in Mumbai and for most people uh, who may not be familiar with Mumbai, Mumbai uh, in Bollywood movies has been known as the Jadui Nagri, (laughs) okay, Raj Kapoor movies and this is where most of the people from outside uh, Mumbai, that is different parts of the country, historically came to build a career, fortune, fame. So I was fortunate to be actually born in Mumbai and uh, in a very traditional joint family with 60 people living under one roof and one kitchen. So a very traditional joint family was the basis of my upbringing. And here was a family which was in the business of agricultural commodities. So the core business of the family was uh, effectively uh, capitalism at work, socialism within the family. So it was a unique mix of concepts and 
then as I completed my studies and uh, went for my MBA in Mumbai, uh, there came a time when I had to take a call what to do. I was a little concerned about joining the family business because I just felt that uh, will I get my identity or not? And will I run the risk of losing identity? So there was a uh, job offer which was possible from uh, Hindustan Lever immediately after my MBA. And that's when in a chat with my father, I came to the view that I want to start something entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. And that's when the journey on financial services started. Mm -hmm. And these were very early days, uh, well before technology had made any significant progress. This was like uh, mid 80s, 1983, 84 actually. So, and uh, I decided to start a business which was essentially a business on bill discounting. Because in those days, banks used to lend money to customers at 17% and used to take deposits from customers at 6%. So take money at 6 and lend at 17. That was the model of Indian banking. And, I, and it did not matter the nature of creditworthiness of a borrower. So irrespective of creditworthiness, this was the fixed spread and that's how uh, the Indian policymakers believed was the right way for India to be. So I stepped in and we started doing bill discounting, arbitraging between these two and effectively uh, buying and selling bills of exchange, which was a perfectly legitimate activity allowed uh, within the framework, and essentially uh, lending at 16 and borrowing at 12, and for the best quality companies like Tata's, Mahindra's, and others. So that's how business started, and it grew and grew. We then went into, you, you'll be surprised that till uh, 1989, Indians in, in, uh, could not get financing for a car. And there was a six-month waiting period for a Maruti. <laughs> so we started booking Maruti cars, 5,000, 10,000 cars, and made it available for customers for immediate delivery, provided they took it on financing from us. Sure. You would do bulk? Uh, yes. And that's how the whole car financing business built for us. In the 90s, uh, I realized that India was a little bit like a well, so went out and reached out for Goldman Sachs, and did a joint venture in uh, investment banking and securities with Goldman. Thereafter, uh, in the meantime, before that, when I started the company in the 80s, uh, Anand Mahindra decided to take an equity stake uh, in 1986, which is why we changed the name to Kotak Mahindra. And in the mid-90s, Ford Credit, or Ford Motor Company, wanted to do a tie-up with Anand, and that's why we got into the car finance business joint venture with Ford Credit. Mm -hmm. So these joint ventures also were the key theme of the 90s and enabled us to learn a lot of how the finance business globally worked, whether it was brokerage, investment banking, research, car finance, technology. And we began to get a flavor of technology uh, in our both, both the joint ventures because they were ahead of technology. And I remember the system which, one of the things in our joint venture with Ford was the system they would bring for the car finance business for us. So this was still mid to late 80s, 90s. Then came, we got into the asset management or the mutual fund business in 1998. Life insurance opened up in India for the first time, so private sector was allowed to get into life insurance. So we got into the life insurance business. And then 
banking opened up uh, and we applied for a banking license and became a full full-fledged bank in 2003 Wow. So the whole journey of building different pieces sort of in a way um, reached its key crucial point in 2003. In fact, I remember some of my friends from Goldman Sachs, New York telling me, hey Uday, why are you getting into uh, low ROE business like, like banking? Returns in securities and investment banking are much higher. However, I am glad that we did that. And here I am, thereafter we built our business step by step. Um, we were about three employees in 1986. We are now more than 50,000 employees as a group, and we add about 6,000 new employees in a year. And therefore, that is important because even now, we are creating net jobs in the economy. When I'm sure um, a Bangalorean will be wondering where are the future jobs going to be yeah. coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So we continue to see our growth and, on a net basis, creating new jobs in India. So, uh, just to jump into you know, trying to understand uh, the technology and disruption through mm. through your eyes, uh, Uday, uh, what was the kind of tipping point uh, for you when it comes to the role that technology or new new things could play in your yeah. business? What were some of those tipping points, and how how do you ride these waves of hype or these waves of disruptions? Yeah. What do you do? What goes in your mind and background? Yeah, you know, I have. Uh, on uh, digital and technology, I have a comparison, which is, uh, think about God. If somebody asked me, do you believe in God? And I say, yes. If there is a God, of course I am fine. And if I have said yes, and there is no God, even then I am fine. But think for the moment, if I say no, and there is a God, then I am in trouble. I think technology and digital are uh, like that. Believe in it. And while you don't get carried away, there is no question in my mind, technology is changing lives. And I am a product who has seen in the 70s the advent of television. It didn't exist. So my childhood was without television. So I've seen how television has changed lives. In the 90s, we were amongst the first to see the change because of mobile. Uh, we had a relationship with Hutchison, which is now Vodafone India, for many years in the late 90s up to 2005-06. So we have seen how dramatically mobile has changed lives since 1990s. I, my kids can't even believe that there was a life without a mobile. Okay, And this is the change which has happened in our lives. And I think, therefore, we have consistently seen the change, but what was the biggest tipping point for me was uh, November 2016. The biggest tipping point for me in this whole journey. When, thanks to demonetization, within a week, an unknown brand became amongst, amongst the best known brands in India within one week. And here we were trying to build the brand for so many years, we were suddenly finding that we were not at the cutting edge. So that was the turning point. And before that, we had seen the advent of Aadhaar and we really grasped the whole Aadhaar phenomenon post-2016 November. And by March 17, we launched our unique digital account opening product based on Aadhaar. And my real 
full faith in technology as being the biggest changer of how financial services will be done in the future, therefore is a more recent phenomenon. And I am a believer that once you have conviction, you need to move fast. And I do have conviction that the future of financial services is going through a massive change. And this is not about getting carried away or anything like that. There will be a physical world, but there will be a much faster growing digital world. And our entire approach to technology is what I call, from our point of view, what we call as digital, physical plus digital. The lines between what is a technology company and what makes a bank, they also seems to be blurring very fast. Yeah. So when you look at future, uh, how do you look at the building blocks? Because the building blocks that you had when you started Kotak were definitely very different. Yeah. But now, how are you building a bank for the future? What are the building blocks? I think, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm completely uh, embrace the digital way of growing our future in banking and finance. Having said that, I think there are two or three things we must keep in mind. <coughs> Number one is the core of banking and finance is also risk management. And banks normally don't fail on anything else but primarily on managing of risk. Therefore, as you embrace technology, uh, there are three key areas which we have to keep an eye on. Number one is security. And I keep awake every night wondering whether I will have a bank next morning because is it possible through technology somebody has taken away all our customers' money? And how are we protecting that future for our customers? Okay, so technology has a great plus but comes with its challenges. Therefore, security is a big one. Second, we are seeing the big debate around privacy. Okay, and it's another big area which we need to think about. And last is, thanks to technology, we will now have a huge number of models and models will enable us take us even risk decisions based on that modeling. What we have to be careful is not about technology, but the assumptions in the modeling. Very interesting. Because if your assumptions in the models are wrong, we, will, we should not blame technology for what may be a huge issue on risk management. How are you ensuring that? I mean, I understand why you keep up at night and, and rightfully yeah. so, but this is, uh, this is quite complex to figure out. Of course, which is why you have to, I think the first job in finance, which we have to keep at all points of time as our base, is trust. Therefore, everything which we do has to be tested in the context of customer's trust. Therefore, as we keep the increase the pace at which we absorb what is good for the customer and the customer convenience, we have to keep on fortifying ourselves on protecting his money and her and his or her money and his or her future the the thing with disruption is uh, that the people who think most about disruption are normally uh, incumbents uh, and there's this thing uh, you know about uh, you know can you cannibalize your existing business to build future yeah uh, how do you look look at this uh, you know in the banking context uh, new players who are born on technology platforms coming in. Of course, it takes time for everyone to learn the business. But how do you look at 
this this battle between incumbents and the disruptors you know in the in the indian financial services context i look at uh, how india is building its financial services business different from a china or a us okay uh, china if you see there is a development of an ecosystem which includes finance okay that is because the alibabas and the tencents have cornered the customer base in the us the customer base is owned significantly by the googles and the facebooks so one of the best things that has happened to india is the kyc or the core customer base is on a public platform called aadhaar which is not owned by any private party therefore we as a bank are able to access customers through leads of course for the leads we pay uh, google and facebook and others but through that process we are able to access customers and own customers the customers once they become a customer of the bank the ownership of the customer is with us and this is extremely important in this battle for the future it's not with google facebook so yeah but once we we have paid them thereafter they become our customers through the leads they become customers of our bank and once we have got their kyc through aadhar they are our customers and we have paid for it at at your level uday how do you learn new things it's a very open question but what i'm trying to understand is in a business which is uh being shaped by so many things different things how do you keep at the cutting edge what do you do i don't think about technology i think about consumer and customer what is increasing the convenience of the customer how is the customer thinking how is the consumer behaving that's my driver for what i need to do not what technology can do for me but what i can do for the consumer and how technology enables me to get that better so the driving point is the end consumer rather than getting obsessed with the technology route what is your science fiction view of banking like in in a decade not even decade i don't know i think my science fiction view on banking is the banking as we know it will be dramatically different i think you're going to see a complete blurring of financial services uh uh the cost to serve customers will dramatically drop the current high cost base of banks thanks to protection will go away and banks of the future will have to work at cost levels which are a fourth or a fifth of the current cost levels and the cost of intermediation will be dramatically lower and you're going to see um at the same time the whole concept of the relationship model will change and reimagining the future is to think about financial services as one pot uh where customers will be uh served across a whole host of financial products also whether this translates into an ecosystem from finance mm. rather than a part of an ecosystem of which finance is a part i think the indian opportunity is how does customers owned by banking and finance leapfrog into an ecosystem around it in, in in this world of disruption couple of terms that we keep hearing about are everything from crypto and blockchain on the mm-hmm. other side what do you make of these see my personal view is cryptocurrency has a very big battle with nation states 
and ideal cryptocurrency actually is gold because it's not owned by any nation state it's the most trusted and established thing the problem with gold is it is physical our cryptocurrency is non-physical but to build that kind of trust across nation states is not easy especially in a world where it, which is paranoid with slush money illicit trade and terror therefore cryptocurrency faces huge headwinds from nation states and then things like blockchain you you see blockchain i think is a technology ledger Correct. which is a which is will which will be a part of our lives and is getting more and more a part of lives as distinct from currency bunch of final questions there before we wrap up uh, can you give examples of things that you do as a bank uh, today you will not do in, in in future or things that will happen in future can you can you illustrate some of the things that you know most of us have huge back offices i think they will get significantly pruned or eliminated because it will all become straight through okay and that is one very big part of the change we will see number 2 we are already seeing that the future treasuries will not be with traders will be with machines three um i we will see our banking and finance become some part of growing into an ecosystem mm-hmm. how do you mean that for example if an apple can use alexa to reach out to consumers for a variety of things we have to find our ways of getting plugged into future ecosystems or creating one of our own when i look at 5 to 10 years okay so it india it will be reverse it will not be an ecosystem player into finance alone that could also happen but a finance player over time going into ecosystem uh, udhay you were also you also mentioned that you were not really a believer in aadhar initially but something changed that and you flipped 180 degree like you said i you know i must compliment nandan when he first started the task of aadhar i didn't think he would be able to cover most of indians through this biometric process but he achieved it that is outstanding number 2 originally aadhar was supposed to be only for direct benefit transfers and things like that for making it as a part of our day to day lives is the biggest transition which i saw and then when i saw the ability to open an account through aadhar within a matter of minutes was feasible with full customer data i turned and i be- became a big believer in aadhar so that was sometime in 2016 i trans turned around and became a complete believer that the future of a lot of our pure customer base is aadhar and that makes it easy for customers makes it easy for us and makes us able to grow our base dramatically and as i talked to you compared to a little more than a year ago we have now been able to increase our customer base at 3x the speed thanks to aadhar well 2016 was quite a tipping point for you <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh, what do you make too much of the the privacy concerns and and things like that Be- i don't think aadhar uh, my privacy concerns are not about aadhar i i think what we have to be clear about is um we need a framework for a legal framework for how anybody can 
use any data, whether it's a data given to Google, Facebook, Aadhaar, wherever. So it's a much broader issue. It's not an Aadhaar-related issue. Sure. No, I, I think that I would agree with that. Um, just shift gears and a couple of last questions. There is this Bangalore model of entrepreneurship. Uh, clearly, the first wave of technology entrepreneurs we saw Infosys, Wipro's getting built. And, and then there is um, the Bombay way of building companies. I mean, that's mm -hmm. how people like us look at sometimes different companies. Uh, in your entrepreneurial journey, uh, what, what, what are the key learnings for you on, in, in, when you look at the ways of building companies? Mm -hmm. uh, like, for example, in Bangalore, there's critique around valuations and whether there is real <coughs> business and things like that. Uh, then there is praise for Bombay businesses about how grounded you guys are and things like that. But for you, what See, I out? think if I have to first compliment Bangalore, what Bangalore did is change the mindsets of Indians. Okay? And you created for India's outstanding service delivery model. Okay? Bangalore also created a whole new governance model of how honest governance can be. Okay? So I give Bangalore and the entrepreneurs of Bangalore for creating a service delivery model which has become world famous. And for Bangalore companies, particularly the Infosys and the Wipros of the world, for creating a governance model which transformed the way Indians were thinking about governance. So both these are huge credits. If you ask me uh, where I sit, I'm, I'm a believer that finally we need to have a vision for customers across the board, which is what wholesale, retail, and ownership of the customer is at the core of who we are. And what I would have liked to see Bangalore companies do more over the last 15 to 20 years is move beyond service delivery into products. I don't see any reason why some of our Bangalore businesses could not have created our own Facebook or Google or any of these new things. Therefore, we were very good at service delivery. We probably need to make the transition to a full ownership of the customer. And that's how I think about our business. I think about our business as end game is customer ownership, not only B2B, but also B2C. Oh, okay. Uh, in the, the other, uh, I'm sorry, I've been saying final questions, but this is <laughs> really a bunch of final questions. Uh, if if you look at uh, you know your own again the, the the failures on the journey for you, or even the critique, uh, so how do you cope with criticism? No, I think that's a fact. I mean, one of the things which I we criticize ourselves is in the period two thousand seven, eight, nine, uh, when the global financial crisis hit, we went into a shell, and we criticize ourselves for reading the Financial Times more then grounded in Indian reality. Because that influenced our mind that the world's coming apart. That is a time when we should have really sped our journey in terms of building our customer franchise. Not necessarily lending, but really going out and building our customer franchise faster. So that is, I think, one of the times when we were slow. We should have really grasped that opportunity to grow faster. And when you are building for future, how do you hire people? Uh, or what do you look for people when you hire? Uh, if I go back to the time when you were building Kotak, uh, has that changed too much? 
my view about people is i am a great believer in a partnership culture and that's where whether it's my joint family mindset or my goldman sachs joint venture which used to be a partnership firm when we did the joint venture i am a believer that create a culture of partnership uh and at least at your leadership levels it has to be not hierarchical the ability of people to really be free with each other and um strong middle class mindset i i think it it shows uh what does wealth mean to you there personally and what does failure mean to you no i think my view is if it's it's the joy of the journey it's the whole dream which i have said it pub- publicly as well is if what you create does not outlive you then you have failed so the whole journey is it goes back to the 80s and 90s when i made my first trip to the us and i saw a jp morgan a morgan stanley a goldman sachs huge financial institutions which were started by families and individuals once upon a time and they become global institutions and the question in my mind is why could india and indian institutions not build something like that so the whole drive is to create institutions and businesses which outlive individuals it's a very important point you make as an entrepreneur yeah at a time when uh, the other model is build sell yeah move on it's a it's a it's an institutional model to really create institutions which will make india proud great thanks uday thank you thanks for your thank you very much you.